Now, a lot of people will be getting out of here soon, uh, getting away from the cold weather. Spring break is almost upon us. I'm not sure when it is. I don't have kids in school anymore, but it's sometime in March, I think. Um, so we know a lot of people will head to Mexico, right? They do every year. Probably a lot of Canadians in Mexico right now, probably a lot leaving today. And so far, so good. And I don't know, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and say that things may change for Canadians wanting to travel to Mexico. I guess that possibility exists, given what happened yesterday in our country with a sudden and massive shift in policy from the Liberal government this week. They announced that Mexican nationals coming to Canada will now require a visa. They announced it Thursday morning, and it came into effect about 12 hours later, like last night. Now, I have to think all kinds of Mexican travel plans were suddenly upended. Like, if you were planning to come to Canada today, um, the rules have changed. Now, suddenly, you need a visa. How does that work? I'm not 100% sure. We'll find out. Um, but Canada saying the change had to be implemented, had to do this because of an explosion in asylum claims from Mexico. And the numbers bear that out. There were more than 25,000 uh, in 2023, there was 111 in 2015. That's a pretty steep climb, right? Explosive growth. So uh, why did that happen? And again, what do these changes mean for travel back and forth between Canada and Mexico? We know it's changed a lot for one side. Where does it go from here? We're going to have a conversation now with Raj Sharma, who is the founder and managing partner of Stuart Sharma Harsanyi, one of Canada's largest dedicated immigration law firms. Raj, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Good morning. Unprecedented growth in asylum claims. It, it really is remarkable if you look at it from 111 eight years ago up to 25,000 last year. Um, what happened? Why are we seeing that in your estimation? Well, let's let's go back a little bit before 2015. As you said, 111 uh, in 2015, maybe 260 in 2016, all the way up to about 25,000 last year and a touch more, actually. If you go back, there was a visa requirement imposed on Mexico in 2009 by Jason Kenney. Perhaps you've heard the name. He used to be the Minister of Citizenship and Immigration at that time. Yep. Uh, Mexico wasn't happy. It's not happy right now. Mexico wasn't happy at that time. And, it, and on the principle of reciprocity, imposed a visa requirement on Canadian diplomatic staff, not on Canadians traveling there. Obviously, tourism is a large part of that uh, country's economy. So 2009, they imposed a visa uh, requirement that was lifted in 2016 by the Liberal government. And obviously, the Liberal government now has imposed it again at the urging of Quebec and by the Americans. Right, because Quebec says we've got all these asylum seekers, we can't handle it. The United States says we've got a mess on our southern border, and this doesn't make things easier because now we've got a problem on the northern border, albeit a fraction of what they're seeing in the south. So that's where the pressure came from, right? That's correct. Now, in terms of what goes on with these claims, why do, why are we suddenly seeing 25,000 when we saw 111? I mean, is this has it become a strategy? Are the Americans right in saying, you know what, it's sort of become an end run here? It is an end run to get into the, to the United States. So it, there are individuals from Mexico that are fleeing violence that do meet the definition of a refugee. Um, someone that has a well-founded fear of persecution, doesn't have access to state protection. There are individuals, for example, you know, victims of domestic abuse. There's, there's victims and, and those targeted by drug cartels, for example. Uh, there are legitimate refugees from Mexico. Now, what, you know, Jason Kenney 
uh, came out and called them bogus refugee claimants, and that's basically imposed a visa requirement on Mexico given the acceptance rate. So what you have is you have about 25,000 inflow, and the majority are either being rejected or withdrawn or abandoned. So the high rate of, let's say, non-success yeah. is part of the reason behind us going down that pathway again. And so I find it a little bit amusing in the sense that the, the liberal government said that we're essentially we're going to do things differently than the the predecessor conservative government. And yet we've done the exact same thing as and, and I, at the end of the day, it's it's policy. So it was policy to impose a visa requirement on Mexican nationals in 2009. It was some kind of messaging for them to lift that visa requirement in 2016. And policy once again informs the imposition of visa in 2024. Now, this requirement, this ETA, the electronic travel or authorization, I know in some instances a visa is a matter of, you know, you show up at the at the country and you give them a hundred bucks. I've done that in Africa. Other ones, I know people yes. who've tried to go to China and it's taken weeks and they've had to send off their passport. What's the requirement here to get one of these uh, visas if you're coming from Mexico to Canada? How long does it take? What do you got to do? So that's that's an important uh, uh a point, Jay, in the sense that the ETA could take, you know, best case scenario could take 10, 15 minutes. It's, it's electronic. So if you've had a Canadian visa issued to you in the past 10 years, or if you hold a U.S. non-immigrant visa, you can simply go online, pay the 10, 15 dollars and get an ETA. Now, if you don't, if you don't fall under that, now a lot of Mexicans will benefit from this, and it's not going to be that onerous. So, at least at one point, we've tempered it. There's, it's not as draconian as perhaps you know. Again, the Mexican president or prime minister is not very happy with no. this, but the ETA about sixty percent will probably qualify for this ETA. Everyone else who doesn't have a Canadian visa in the last ten years, who doesn't hold a U.S. non-immigrant visa, they'll have to apply for a visa through the 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 high commission the consulate down in mexico city that could take weeks yes oh it could take weeks what's the cost like how much is what's the charge to get one of these etas the eta is 10 or 15 dollars uh last i checked in terms of the visa the visa is going to be 100 plus dollars wow okay so that that's not nothing that that's uh, that's a pretty sizable one okay um Clearly, we've got Mexican nationals that we're probably planning to travel here in the next little while. This changes things for them. As you mentioned, um, Quebec or Quebec, Mexican government not pleased with this, talking about foregoing the Three Amigos Summit. What do you anticipate? Will that be the, the extent of their frustration or could we see some sort of a tit for tat arrangement start to unfold here? Tit for tat only works when you have a level playing field. Uh, you you simply have far more Canadians that go to Mexico in terms of tourism, and, yeah. and obviously we, we 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 it's a huge part of their economy. It's yeah. all of those resorts, all of you know the 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 beaches and and what have you. So I don't think Mexico is going to cut its nose right. despite its face. Um, but there could be other repercussions. For example, I mean I, I don't see them imposing a visa requirement on on the Canadian tourist. There may be other issues that they could utilize. For example, you know, trade. I, I, again, Minister Mark Miller has indicated that you know, his Mexican counterparts have not indicated any tit for tat or trade measures, but that's certainly something that they can do. If you recall, uh, between Canada and India in Broglio last year, India uh, suspended visa services to 
Canadians. Right. Um, and, 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 but that was a far different matter. I don't see that happening for Mexico, but there could be other consequences and, and repercussions. Interesting. And we'll just have to watch. Uh, Raj, thank you so much for walking us through it. I really appreciate your time.